Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's the Lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode... Let's talk about how boring our marriage is. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so when was this? A couple weeks ago? You approached me about a topic for the podcast that was basically monotony in our marriage. It's specifically in our marriage. Well, we were talking about what we were going to discuss in our next podcast. And you were like, Paige, do some research since I am the research department of Where's the Lemonade? Yes, you are. And I start just like looking for ideas online I don't even know how I came across it, but all of a sudden I was like, I've got it. I've got the topic. And Darren was like, oh, what? And I said, monotony in marriage. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> I said, yes, let's discuss. It's a thing. It's a thing for it, us. <laughs> it's a thing. I think for some of us more than others. <laughs> So I think this came off of, um, this was about two weeks after our horrendous week after Christmas when all the kids were gone and Sam was working and we just sat and binged watched ER. ER. We got through five seasons in a week. It was pathetic. I guess four seasons. It was only four seasons, but it was pretty pathetic. And it didn't make me feel good. No. <laughs> It yeah. didn't. It didn't. I felt weird. And then and afterwards, you were like, we're kind of stuck in a rut. And we've had episodes about getting stuck in a rut before. We have. You can go back and listen to those, too. But it's just because we're doing the same thing over and over. That monotony. Yes. There. So the research department, which always does such a good job for... She does a great job. Check out our blog where you can see the links to the articles that she researched. Yes, I always, you know, find some some people that know what they're talking about. Or or we make fun of what they Or say. we make fun of what they talk about. Yes, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I found some articles and it does it, it about, you know, monotony, um, not monogamy, monotony. Well, I thought we should name the episode <laughs> Monotony and Monogamy, but then some of you might think this is a different kind of episode. That's yes, not what no, this is. No, we're talking about just boredom, staleness, right? Well, it wasn't like that at the first year of our marriage, or well, maybe that, even the first three or four years of our marriage. That's the thing. So in these articles, it, it would say, like, in the beginning of your marriage, like, everything feels new and exciting, and you're, you've got romantic date planned, and you leave notes for each other, and... You know, and everything that they do is cute. All their little quirks, they're so cute and endearing. And no. then... And then what? <laughs> and then that honeymoon stage does not last forever. No, it doesn't. But, all right, so I have a question on that. If I left you a note every single time I left for work mm -hmm. on a business trip, would that get monotonous as well? I don't think so. You should try it. Okay. I, you, ha there, there have been notes that you have left for me years ago. I know they're still up. They're still up. I know. The I notes just... are still, he had sticky notes that he put like, like I would open up my cupboard to get, um, you know, like 
my clothes and it's, you know, there's a sticky note. I love you. And to get my makeup. And it was like, I can't wait to see you again. Like, see, I don't need to create new ones because they're already up. <laughs> maybe you should just write ditto on them. <laughs> maybe I'll do that. <laughs> and then just keep putting like a hash mark by it. <laughs> Thinking of you again. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't last forever. And things are going to simmer down. And you might find yourself feeling bored. And and maybe your your relationship feels more like a routine than a relationship. And I think that happens to a lot of people. I think that happens people, to a lot of people. Right? We're now just in a routine. We're not in a relationship. Or we're in a relationship. No, we're in a relationship. We're, we're in a, a routine. We're in a re- yes, we're that. in a relationshipy. Is that a word? Yeah, relationshipy sure. routine. Yeah, well, I mean, that's okay too, though, because that brings comfort and reliability. But you say you need to mix it up every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, I'll it say this. It doesn't mean that your marriage is doomed if you've fallen into this. No, not at all. Not at all. No, it doesn't mean your marriage is doomed. But if both of you are happy with your relationshipy routine, then stop listening to this episode right now. <laughs> Does that mean we can't finish the whole series of ER? Because we're halfway through now. I'm just saying, if you're both, if you're like, hey, this is great. This is comfortable. This is exactly where I want a relationship to be. That's great. If you're both, if you both feel that way, that's great. But the two people in our relationship might not feel that way. (laughs) Yes, that is true. But I don't know. There is something to, I know when we go to bed, we're going to watch an episode or two of ER. Okay. Now I do have to say, I look forward to that. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, is it time to say prayer? Is it time to go to bed? Cause, yeah. Cause I got to know what happens in ER next. Um, no, I mean, I look forward to that. I don't think there's anything wrong with some routines in a relationship. There's nothing but wrong with but that. But what you're saying is if it's the same every single day, all, all the time, that spark is kind of slowly fading away. Yes. When it's just like, wake up, you know, do the same thing, go to bed, wake up. Like when there's just nothing different, I think that you start to lose some spark. That's all I'm saying. You know what? I'll start leaving my socks on the floor. That's so sweet. I haven't done it for years. So maybe I should start. That'll take me back to our first year of marriage. I know. See? I'm, I'm trying. You're very thoughtful. That'll, maybe that could be my Valentine's Day present. <laughs> maybe that's what I'll do for Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. It's so exciting. No, I know what you, I know where you're coming from. There's some excitement when you're first married because you're still learning a lot about each other. You're still yes. Yes. You're still in the throes of It's like an that. onion that you keep peeling back, right? So we're at the core of the onion and there's nothing left. And we're just we just got tears now from that onion. <laughs> No, you know that we're actually pretty good at we uh, we're pretty good at mixing things up. But that week after Christmas, that we, week after Christmas, yeah, that was rough. That we were not mixing anything up. No. <laughs> it was also it was terrible weather. You didn't feel like connecting with work, and it just yeah, yeah. Well, I was on vacation. Yes, you were on vacation. Okay, so now, now we've set the stage for how boring our marriage is. We yes. didn't even tell you our normal routine. What's our normal routine? Well, I'm home. I'm home almost every day now because of 
of work. Uh-huh. I'm on travel restrictions still. So I'm home every day. So mm-hmm. I wake up. Mm-hmm. I come into my office and work. We have lunch together most of, most days. Typically, yeah. And then we have dinner. And then <laughs> it's a pretty boring life. <laughs> no, it's not that boring. But I like the advice that they gave here. Which um, which is interesting advice. So you can take kind of a little note for yourself. Uh, do you fit into the boring category or not? How's that yeah. sound? Yeah. So if you do feel like you're in this boring rut, like Darren said, your marriage is not doomed, but it means you might need to devote a bit more time and energy to make things exciting again. And you know what? Marriage is work. And if you're putting the least amount of energy into your marriage and you're putting all your energy into kids and work and church and friends, your priorities need to be readjusted for sure. And, you know, we, we feel the same way, right? Like sometimes you have to readjust and go, wait a second, why are we last on the list? So, so let's... Because we're boring. Well, that's what it goes to. So we're, we're reliable. I know you're always going to be there for me no matter what. So sometimes uh, my priorities get shifted more towards work because I don't know that it's going to be there. I need to put extra effort in. Yeah. Or maybe one of our kids is having an issue at the moment we need to focus on them for a while yeah for sure but what you're saying is don't forget don't forget don't forget that your relationship is one of the most if not it the, is most the most important, important. thing yeah. right um in your life so so let's talk about what might be adding to the monotony of your marriage okay, okay here we go okay so first thing you don't surprise each other so just like boom did that surprise you? No. No. Oh, so sorry. just like we were talking about the notes, right? Like you surprised me. That like gives me butterflies. If like. I did not know that. Oh, totally. So you're saying totally. a small things that oh, are outside of the ordinary. It does not have to be extravagant. If you don't want, you know, like, oh, I can't spend money. Because you've even done things like when I've gone on a girl's trip. You've had things waiting for us at our hotel. So sweet. Like. So sweet. But yes, if you're like, oh, we can't spend money on that, that's fine. It can be a note. It can be a sticky you, note. Yeah, you can put notes in suitcases and things like that. Yes, it just it's just a thoughtful act keeps your marriage fresh. I also like what the article said here too, or at least what you put in the research, mm-hmm. which is the cliff notes of the articles. Yes. Make sure your surprises match the needs and the personality of your spouse. Yes. Okay. So what does that mean? What are people, what do you think that means? People are sitting there going, I don't understand. Well, if I got you a jar of pickles, (laughs) that would be a surprise. (laughs) That would be a surprise. But not a good surprise (laughs) because you hate pickles. I would laugh and go, why did you do this? Right. He says, obviously he forgot that I hate pickles. Well, and maybe um, you need to figure out your love language, which I know that you're like, love language. It's a thing. Like some people, they are gift people. They want a gift. It doesn't mean you have to go buy them an expensive gift, but go buy them a candy bar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or maybe it's they need affection. Or maybe it's they need some spontaneity. Or they, you know what I mean? Like, so you, yes, you need to know. So if you're like, well, I sit by you on the couch every night and hold your hand. Well, that might not be enough. So yes, I love how they said to to match their needs with your personality. Might not be enough if I just hold your hand. Oh, you want me to rub your feet? You don't rub my feet very often. I know. So that would be a surprise. That would be a surprise. So I see I can't rub them every night. That. Otherwise, it's not a surprise anymore. <laughs> it become boring. It become boring. So yeah, mix it up. All right. Next one. 
you're not sharing enough with your partner or you're joined at the hip. Yeah. Both both are both are not great. Right? So if you're not sharing enough with your partner, right? Like you need to bond with each other. You need to be vulnerable. If you're at the point in your marriage where you're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to bother to tell him this because then that might lead to this conversation and that like, so I'm not even going to share. I'm just going to share with my girlfriend. That's not a good place to be at in your marriage, right? To not want to share. I don't know. It's interesting. I watched my grandparents when I was a kid. I was at their house. They shared a lot without saying a word to each other. It was amazing. Well, it said in the article, sharing can be the exchange of information, emotions, and experiences. So they were maybe, you know, sharing emotions, right? They just, they knew what each other... What each other wanted and need. So yeah. I, li I like that, that, the, that that sharing goes there. Now, what about joining at the hip? Well, so you need to be your own person. So couples who spend too much time together can easily start to feel bored because they're spending too much time together. So you need to make sure that you are doing things that feel, fill your bucket um, outside. Just like, oh, here's a good example. You went to lunch the other day with a friend. Yeah. You're a very good friend. And you guys were at lunch for like three hours. In fact, it was not. This, it, was, it was like two and a half hours. It was it was an hour and forty five minutes, no, and then no, no. both of our wives started calling us. It was hours. It, it was, was an, hours. It was an hour and forty five minutes. No, and not. both of our wives started calling us, and it's funny because when they go out to lunch, it's like a three hour ordeal, but they just weren't used to us guys hanging out and talking to okay, each other. You guys left at eleven forty five. I called you at two and asked you to bring something home for Sam. It was at, it was one thirty. Right, but you didn't come home till two. Well, I had to buy stuff for Sam. Well, then. My gosh, you guys. I'm just for, saying, for an hour, hours. an hour and forty five minutes into it, yes. both of our wives were calling yes, that us. That is that is true. We're like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? And you're like, I'm sure. So, no, that was good though. And and even my friend said it was good to talk to someone just besides my wife. Yes. Because I needed a new perspective, and there wasn't the emotions in it. Right. Right. Where, because we, you know, we, we could talk about it without the emotion of the relationship that we have with our yeah. spouse. And we weren't even talking about our spouses. We were talking about kid things or work things. Right. Or, you know, other, you know, other, the world events things. Right. And so it was interesting. And, and I kind of like that, that aspect that, hey, it's, it's okay. It's okay to go out and do other things without your spouse. Just that shouldn't be the only thing that you do. You Absolutely. still need to connect with your spouse. Yes. You um, shouldn't be telling your friends more than you're telling your spouse. Correct. Right? Yeah. So yeah. But find new hobbies of your own. Have experiences away from your spouse sometimes. And then you share about those things. Yeah. It's kind of fun because yeah. you you wanted the tea. Yeah. Did I get that right? Am yeah. I, am that's I cool the, in my lingo You're now? cool in your lingo. I yeah, was like. Yeah. You wanted the tea. Which you always want that after I get back of from Of course something. I you're do. Like, I want to hear all the good like, stuff. You're like, spill the tea, baby. Yeah. So. so. Yeah. So, okay. So there's that one. Okay. The next one. Technology is consuming you. Now, I work for a high-tech company. <laughs> Are you already going to go on the defensive on no, this? No, I'm not. I want all of you to consume more of uh, of technology because I get paid when you do. So, yeah, that is true. Uh, so please uh, buy more laptops. Uh, buy more, you know, cloud services. It's okay. Oh my gosh. Go spend your money on electronics. I'm okay with that. Okay. Do now, you have any issues with that? Yes. People, get off your phones. And I'm not saying that to all of you. Well, I am saying that to all of you. And I'm also saying that 
to these two people sitting here. Get off your phones. But it, it, unless you're listening to our podcast, don't stop. <laughs> Invite your spouse to listen with you. That's right. So to avoid falling victim to fubbing. I, some made up word. I don't know. I've never heard fubbing. Fubbing. Okay. Some, if, do any of you out there know what fubbing is? So I had to look it up, actually. Is so a phone fubbing, husband? So fubbing is... Okay. So you know the word snubbing, right? So you're snubbing someone when you're ignoring them or whatever. So fubbing is you're ignoring someone because you're on your phone. Hence the P-H. P-H-U-B-B-I. So fubbing, you're snubbing someone because you're on your phone. How do you like that? I like so, that. don't fall victim to fubbing. So the article suggested to institute some phone free time each day. Be present. Now, Darren is sick of hearing about this from me because I'm like a broken record on, to me, it's not even about the time you spend on your phone. It's not, not, I'm not saying you, I'm saying in general, it's not about, it's not about the time that people spend on their it's phone. It's about when you're spending It is about time. when. It's about reading the room. If your child comes over to you and wants to talk to you, put your phone down. I don't know, but sometimes I want to talk to you about things you don't care about. What? I don't really care about Pokemon. It doesn't matter. You have to go, uh-huh, 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 and ask even one or two questions. And that's what you do. So you because you're showing that you care, showing that you care and that you're interested. So it is not uh, to me. This is just me. This could be different for all of you out there. It is not about the amount of time you're spending on your phone. It is when when are you spending that time on your phone? Are you giving your family, your spouse, enough time? Wait, just one, just one second. I got to answer this email. Uh huh. (laughs) Yes, this is a thing with us. It is. It is a thing. It is. I mean, how often do you, how often, uh, every few months I say to Darren, like, I fall, I fall victim to it sometimes. I'm like, so, you know, the whole phone thing. And he's like, okay, I'll do better. I'll do better. But to my own defense, I've been so, I've been connected to work for 30 years. Actually, since I started my career, I had a pager or a phone. Because I was always on call. So it's a bad habit. It's a really bad habit. I I hear that beep go off and I go, that's got to be important. I need to check and see if it is. Yes, but you know me. I actually, I'm I'm not bothered when it is work. But when you're reading the news on your phone, when we're just like sitting having a conversation. I mean, you know better than do that with me. Because if he's fubbing me, I'm freaking out. Yeah. Don't fub me. I'm, yeah. It's, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> Lena, you don't want a fub page. <laughs> That's getting weird. Yeah, I know. All right, let's uh, let's put let's go to the next one. Uh, not putting energy into your relationship. You already talked a little bit about this. We did talk a little bit. About if that. you're if you're in a rut and you're like, well, I'm just relying on this relationship. We'll just keep going the way it is. It's going to run out of energy. So you need to put energy into it. You you know, think about romantic things that your spouse enjoys, whether it's candy flowers music dancing you know whatever it may be candle candlelight dinners whatever the case may be i don't even feel like it has to be that what what do you think 
I think, I mean, that's, that's... See, this is where men and women are completely confused. Because as men, we have no idea what our women's want. want well, no, uh, when you're putting... It doesn't have to be romantic, though, is what I'm saying, is to, to reinvent and rekindle your relationship, it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. You can go be like, hey, you want to go play pickleball today with me? That's it's pretty being, romantic. It's being together. It's, it's doing, doing things... I gotcha. Doing, doing things, things together. Yes. Not just sitting there watching a movie together. Right. And it's not just like you going out and doing something for that person. Like, oh, I'm going to go buy her flowers. I'm going to go buy her, which that's great too. But I just don't want men to think that they always have to be doing that. They don't. Hey, let's go on a walk together. Let's. So something different. Yeah. That you don't just do something all the time. to do together. So that okay. just so you feel like, and you know, obviously women can do this too. In fact, I'm not a fan of women thinking that only men have to do these kind of things that men have to um, are the have to be the instigators in all relationship, you know, going making a date that, oh, well, he didn't plan anything. I believe that you both should take responsibility for that. And going back to the week after Christmas, yeah, we said, we will never let that happen again. We will put things on the calendar like, hey, Monday, we're going to do this. Tuesday, we're going to do this. Wednesday, we're going to do this. So I think that's a great idea. Um, putting energy into your relationship is to sit down with the calendar and say, this is going to be our date night and we're going to go out to eat and you're going to plan it. And then the next week we're going to go do this and I'm going to plan it, right? Yeah, okay. Take turns. I like that. All right, next one. Make sure you're setting goals for your relationship. What in the world does that mean? I mean, we hit our goal. We're married. That was our goal, wasn't it? Well, a lot of people, like when they get married, like their goal is to buy a house to have kids, to write, I want to buy this car, I want to get through school. Like, right, so you're you have not these talking goals. just relationship goals. Uh-uh. You're talking goals in general in your life. Goals in general that you are both working towards or that you're supporting someone. Like, oh, you're getting your PhD right now. I'm supporting you in that goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. So a lot of times when you're like, well, we've bought the house, we have the kids, right? Like, you know, we, we and you don't set any new goals. It was saying in this article that... You become unenthused about the future if you don't set goals with each other. So isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is interesting. And I love this quote. It says, happiness comes from moving toward what you want, not necessarily getting it. I love that. Also, it's the journey, not the destination. Oh, brother. I hate that. I don't know. I like the destination when we're on a long international flight yes. more than the international yeah, flight. Yeah, absolutely. No, but I understand where they're coming yeah. from on this. We're doing something together to achieve a goal in the end. And we're, we're building our relationship even stronger, relying on each other, helping each other. I, I, I like that yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. So, you know, support each other and set some goals. Maybe they're financial. Maybe they're emotional maybe they're maybe they're spiritual yes maybe they're spiritual but maybe you know hey i've got this goal do you want to join me in that no okay great can you just support me and let's let's do something together yeah, and let's right? do some couple goals so yeah i i actually really like that right, you're well, working that's something we can work on yeah you're we're working towards something together so i really like that okay next one you're too routine you always eat at the same restaurants you always walk the same neighborhood humdrum. everything's humdrum everything's the same in humdrum. You're, we're boring so it says try new restaurants. In fact, we were talking about oh, this. Yeah. We we you know help out with a couple of different charities, and we're seeing some of the new, some of the new, new to us. Yeah. Some of the old areas of Sacramento and the surrounding cities, and we're like, huh, 
This I didn't like, know. Yeah, there's cute restaurants over there. This we is only no 15 idea. minutes from our house. Who knew that all these restaurants existed? Like Or parks or, you know, yeah. so get out. Drive around. We're old now because we drive, We go on drives now. <laughs> Let's go on a drive. Let's go on a drive. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. But, you know, get outside your comfort zone. Try something new like pickleball. We just picked up pickleball. Yep. We are so good at it now. Oh, my gosh. Not even Not close. Even close. Um, it's, it's funny, though. But it's fun. Yeah, it is. It's fun. All right. There's a lot of other examples of how to keep things fresh. Check out the articles on our blog site. And you'll, and you'll find out a lot more there. Okay, our lemonade moment of the week. We went to Utah this weekend. And we got to experience a lot of fun. It was snowing. Um, I took a day off from work to go skiing with my granddaughter and my son-in-law and, and my son. Yep. And um, it was beautiful for the first two runs. And then the third run turned into a massive blizzard, 70 mile an hour winds. I'll post the video up on, on YouTube. It was crazy. And then we couldn't ski the rest of the day. So that kind of stunk. But that later that evening, we went to your aunt's 80th birthday party. You got to see all of your bestie cousins. Yes. Yeah, so some of them I had not seen in years. Decades. Yeah. Yeah, some of them, 15, 20 years, I hadn't seen them. So that was awesome. Got to see my mom. And then we we had an entertainer that was an Elvis impersonator and a ventriloquist. So funny. And then we danced the night away. We had so much fun dancing. See, that's not boring. The best part for me was watching Paige interact with her cousins and hearing the stories that they had to tell about when they were growing up and roller skating in the basement and things. It was fun to just see her turn back into a, a little girl that enjoyed all that time with her cousin. Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun party. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, Go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Yeah.